All right. Welcome back to another great episode of Dan on Top. I'm your host, Dan Lukowitz, and today we have with us a great guest, principal at the Stream Group, Seth Teagle. Seth, how you doing? Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me. Doing good. Awesome. Yeah, my pleasure. We're looking forward to this very, very much. We've got a lot of top, a lot of topics to cover, a lot of great information to go over. But before we get into that, I want you to tell the world, who is Seth Teagle? Uh, uh, I am a, was a career firefighter. I'm a career firefighter right now. I uh, got into commercial real estate uh, probably six, seven years ago. And we have uh, grown a company now that has uh, about $45 million in assets under management. And we're, there's two of us. I'm, my partner's also a firefighter, and we're just, um, you know, I said, out buying apartment buildings and making good returns and, you know, growing and getting uh, getting better. So every day. Awesome. That's great. So you you had, you, you still are a firefighter. Is that correct? Yeah. As of today, I'm, a, I'm still a full-time fireman, which is a, it's a 24-hour on, 48-hour off schedule. And so my partner is also a fireman, and he works a different day than I do. So one of us is always available to work on the uh, on the portfolio and whatnot. Yeah. So we're every day doing both. Great. Okay. Awesome. That's wonderful. How did you get started in real estate? Uh, I got started because I had really, I was, was, I wouldn't say unhappy with being a fireman, but it was just, it was, I was getting, it was getting to be, become a lot. And, you know, I was always interested in real estate. I went to college with a guy that was in real estate and we had lost touch for a while, uh, connected, reconnected with him and he had uh, really scaled his portfolio and, and what he was doing. And it, really just opened my eyes to what could be possible out there. Um, and then I uh, met a local guy that was house flipping, worked with him for about a year doing project management and property management and worked for free basically for him to get some on the job training. And then through that, all that process was studying and learning about multifamily. And then I jumped in with my first commercial purchase, which was a 50 unit and uh, been rolling ever since. So now we're, we're up to 600 doors here in central Ohio and have equity holdings in over 2000 uh, nationwide. Wow, good for you. That is that's really great. I love love to hear stories like that where people jump into something that they're passionate about and and see success. Tell us specifically though, why multifamily? Uh, so multifamily for me was the I guess the biggest experience I took away from working uh, with the, the contract in the beginning was that it's just scalability. Like I I was managing projects for him, and you know every house required different things, all different flooring, different finishes, uh, and then managing you know. A, a, a portfolio that was spread out all over the city of Columbus. It was just very, very time consuming. And for me at the time, still trying to maintain a career, still trying to balance family life. I knew that multifamily was the quickest way, uh, the most efficient way, I guess, to scale to go where I wanted to with my investing. And so uh, that was why, you know, I picked multifamily and, and just laser focused on that. So the scalability, and then it sounds like also the fact that the units are concentrated in one area. That's something that's appealing to Right, you. yeah. And it's allowed us to vertically integrate. So we have our own property management company now. We have our own construction group that does um, all of our own construction that works for us. Uh, you know, And so having it that way, it's, it, it's just the logistics and material ordering and all the different things that come along with having a large portfolio is made extremely easier by, by you know keeping it close together and then being able to use a lot of the same material across all of the portfolios helped out a lot. Sure. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. So tell us a little bit about your top three things that uh, have helped you to be successful. Um, I would say that having a good team around me is probably number one, right? I haven't been able to grow and scale the way that I have without having the right people in place. Uh, I think that's number one. Uh, number two is, is, is something along that lines. I'd read a book a couple of years ago um, called Who Not How, 
And that really opened my eyes to letting go of things that weren't maybe the most uh, profitable or always, you know, things. If I have eight hours in a day, every one of those minutes, I should be working on something that's actually making money for, for the company or for myself versus, you know, getting distracted by some of the other things. And I was always a big, it was very hard for me to like let go of the tools. When I got into this, I was like, you know, I could do drywall. I could do all the, the contract labor stuff. And, you know, when I first started, I was like, oh, you know, I'll just, that'll be it. And I realized that my time is better spent doing, you know, talking to you or talking to investors or talking to sure. other people that can help grow. So um, I'd say those, those, those are two of the main things. And then just, I, I think uh, having grit, you know, I mean, not everything in real estate investing is easy. And sometimes you put a deal together that you think is going to go one way. And then you find a bunch of undiscovered uh, items that were missed in due diligence, no matter how uh, detailed you were. And so sometimes you just have to dig in and get the job done and do the late nights and do whatever you have to do to get it, you know, to, for it to be successful. And, uh, yeah, I think that's something that's that's super important as well. Sure. Now you touched on scaling. Talk to us a little bit about the pros and cons of scaling. Uh, so it's it's I kind of look at I, I I'll kind of be I know a dairy farmer in uh, Pennsylvania who's one of our investors, a phenomenal guy. And when I went out to his farm in July of this last year, we talked about that because he had come back and taken over a farm from his parents that was small, and now he's got like over seven thousand heads of cattle and something that he said to me when I was out that really made it kind of resonated with me was, you know, you can, you know, in his line of work, you can be small and kind of family ran and everybody has to do stuff and the kids have to do all the work and the, you know, and you kind of get by or you, you either do that or you have to go big. And in order for you to be able to really step away and, and kind of enjoy the things in life that you want to, you have to be able to be big enough to be able to afford a team to be there in place to manage, to run the day to day, to do all the things that go along with uh, investing. And so, I chose a long time ago to not be, uh, you know, not own 100% of everything that I have and let go of that in order to be able to get really big. So that way I could have a great team and then I can step away. You know, like for me right now, the best thing I always think of is, is if something happened to me tomorrow or I want to go on, you know, let's say here in Ohio, it's like 10 below zero this morning. Let's say I want to go to Florida for a month and spend a month down there with my family. I can't do that if I'm the, you know, everything, the success of the portfolio is relying on me 100%. So, you know, scaling is the only way that you get there. And, you know, like I said, I was, my goal was to get there quickly and within a couple of years. So how's that journey been for you so far? Uh, It's been great. I mean, like I said, we've had our ups and downs. I've become an employer. We've had to deal with some of the nuances of of employing a lot of people. You know, we've got about 15 uh, people in the management company that we employ. We've got a couple other office administrators and uh, stuff like that that we you know that we deal with a lot. So sometimes my days are full of just dealing with employee issues instead of actually dealing with the rental, uh, you know. But it's it's uh you know it's been great. It really has been rewarding, uh, and it's really gotten me to meet you know spend time meeting all kinds of different people and networking with people from all over the country. And it's it's gotten to be way bigger and more enjoyable than I could have ever imagined when I first started. So it's I feel like it, it's been ultra rewarding. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. So on the syndication front. A lot of people ask the question, a lot of um, limited partners want to know, what should they look for in a sponsor? And just for anyone who's watching, this limited partner would be someone who's investing capital in a deal, and a sponsor would be the individual or group of people that are are actually running the deal, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yep, yep. So, I mean, I I think that from what I am told by people that do uh, invest in our deals, and there's other guys that I talk with that also do what I do, is a lot of people they will they will they're betting on the jockey rather than the horse if you've ever heard that phrase where you know they are they're they're investing in the person that they met they talked on the phone that they met in person so to me 
you know, really meshing with the people that you're going to invest with to us, you know, they're kind of like a team member. And once you put money into a deal that we're doing, you know, you're, you're a part of my uh, internal community for the next five years. So I have turned people away because I just didn't feel like they were a good fit for me or I wasn't a good fit for them. Uh, you know, we, we operate with, uh, with a high level of integrity. We do the right thing. We fix things when they're broken. Like we don't, you know, there's just a certain way we operate and not everybody uh, wants to, to do it that way. And so I think, you know, the number one thing is, uh, do the people that you're investing with know what they're doing? Do they know the market that they're investing in? You know, do they have a proven track record? Um, do they have any recommendations if they can provide some for you? And then, like I said, ultimately, do you get along well with these people? Do you want to be on a phone call with them every, you know, once a week or once a month or once a quarter? You know, do you want to have them in your life for the next three to five years? Because that's ultimately what will happen. Um, you know, and then, like I said, it, it to me, it's, it's just operating with integrity and, and people usually want to invest with people that they know, like, and trust. And so that's yeah. uh, very important to us. That is definitely very important. That's probably the most important thing or the most important three things. So um, let me yeah. ask you this. You're, you talked about uh, vertical integration, which gets me very curious because that's, I think that's a great concept and it's impressive that you've been able to do that. Can you talk about the process of uh, vertically, vertically integrating your business? Yeah, so we were we were syndicating and we had done a couple deals and then we were we were having bad experiences with third party property managers. And a lot of times, you know, we we have a whole criteria of management when we meet with a management company, what we look for, what they have to be willing to do or not willing to do. And and we were having a hard time getting the right results from third parties. So what we what we ended up doing was we purchased a property uh, that was 180 units. It had an on site staff that was already there. It was a class B asset, very well ran. Uh, but there was some minor tweaking that we could do that would would explode the value of the place. But the staff, a lot of people you'll hear is they, they come on and they, they'll keep the staff on for six months or a year and then they let them go. Well, we saw an opportunity to really kind of take hold of this management, the team that was already there, and then just build on that. So we formed a management company. We employed those five people initially. Now we're up to 15. We have a much, you know, we had 180 units. Now we've got about uh, what, 450 out of our 600 they manage. Uh, and so... It just that kind of gave us the groundwork to scale the management company, and we've just continued to buy things um, around that company, and we we are may start taking on other people's stuff uh, this year. But it's become its own little business, its own revenue generating thing, and it's and it's been great. Uh, as far as the construction goes, it's, it's very similar where we have just gone through contractor after contractor after contractor, and we couldn't you know you're reteaching the wheel to every new contractor that comes in that doesn't know your processes or they don't want to follow your um, you know, if you're using software, you're doing contracts, you're doing it the right way. Not every contractor wants to deal with that. And it's like, there's like a, a lag in training that you have to do to get them on your, on your, your page. Uh, so we just opted to, you know, create our own. And uh, it, it was a lot easier to oversee the construction and, and the quality of work being put out and the hours spent and the material not being stolen or taken home or, you know, all the waste and the different things that go along with using third-party contractors. So we we uh, we sought out, you know, and we put a great team together. We've got about ten guys now that um, that all they do every day is just chip away at our unit turns, and they'll travel to wherever our properties are. So, oh wow, um, and we trust them. You know, that's the that's the other big thing. You once we have an established relationship, uh, they're they're in it for the long haul. So, that's great. Okay, awesome. That's awesome. So let me ask you this: top three pieces of advice for our viewers. Uh, I would say if you're new to real estate, would be find a person or mentor that you can kind of link yes. arms with and to do your first deal. Uh, I've known a lot of people that have gone out, you know, they want to, they want to get in and, and I'm totally against analysis by, you know, paralysis with analysis. Uh, but I also think that 
you got to be smart about it and you got to get in with somebody that knows what they're doing and, and maybe that costs you some money up front to buy their time but hey the amount of lessons you'll learn from that person will be you know it could save you thousands of dollars later later on down the road um the other thing would be to not be scared to make a mistake i mean we all make mistakes you know social media is great for showing all the all the gold medals right but nobody wants to show all, all the losses or, or the right. tough times but i think that just understanding that even though you may not see that uh, it's happening to everybody and it's really you know what to me makes true character in somebody is how they handle those things and how they work through those things and you know how they they're willing to go to the extra mile work the late nights whatever they got to do to get it done uh you know i think that's very important and then like i said just getting involved you know there's there's many ways to get involved in real estate investing i mean maybe maybe you're a busy professional and you're like hey i've got i've got a 501k or a, a 401k that is uh that i can lend out of well you know maybe that maybe that's your thing you can be a private lender maybe you've got you know you can be a hard money lender you can um do various different things where you don't have to be the person buying the property or running the property or you know there's there's all kinds of different things so again i'd go to your local ria you know you can contact us you can contact anybody that you know that is doing real estate and find out how you can get plugged in yeah great advice appreciate that so let's turn the tables a little bit you've got the mic now you have any questions for me dan on top Ooh, uh let's see what's the probably the biggest thing that you feel like you've achieved or learned over the last few years of of your investing? Oh, good question. The biggest thing I've achieved or learned over the last few years? Um, I would say it's uh, it's been just, you know, my ability to, to broker commercial real estate deals. I think that that's been, uh, you know, game changing for me getting into to that part of the industry. And I've, I've really enjoyed it and had fun and seen some success. Um, as you alluded to before, right? If you just look on social media, you see only the successes. I've had some failures too, just like anybody. And I think that it's really important to, to point that out. So I appreciate you mentioning that. Yeah, very good. I guess I got one other question would be, uh, this is something that we're doing more this year is putting out more social media content. I've always been kind of like in the, kind of the guy in the back of the room that doesn't really do a whole lot of that. And, and uh, I've realized that I'm, I'm losing a huge opportunity. So I'd love to know what you feel like it, you know, it has it, has it exploded your career or your 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 business over the, since you've been doing? Uh, you know, you're pretty active on social media. Do you feel like that has definitely got a good ROI? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've I've kind of redesigned the way that I do my business. I mean, initially I was doing a lot of cold calling, a lot of prospecting just by dialing, and I found you know that uh, through having this show and through using LinkedIn, now I'm able to get some inbound leads because people uh, are are you know seeing the content, seeing my face, and um, you know, want more information or want uh, want me to add value in some way, shape, or form. So I think that's very important because the traditional model of you know one one to one, one phone call, picking up a, ca- a phone, calling one person at one time, it works, right? But it's relatively inefficient. If you can get out there on social media and get in front of uh, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people, you've got that you know scalability built right in. You've also turned the tables because now people are coming to you. So I, I think it's been integral. I, I really, I really do. Yeah, well, that's great. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about it now as well as like, you know, like with your with you doing the show, you know, people get a chance, you know, they log in, they can listen to the show, they get a chance to get to know you before they ever call you. And so you might be the first time you're speaking to them, but they've gotten to know you or the lot, you know, listening to your, you know, your show for months and months and months. So they feel comfortable Their the wall is down where if you cold call somebody, you know, almost immediately, I'm busy, I don't want to got time for this, who the heck is this guy, you know, and, and it's the same stuff with us with the uh, with investors and whatnot is we really try to get our name out there. You know, most of the deals that we've done are the people that we, that we know friends and family or, you know, friends of family and people that have heard about us and what we do and how we do it. And, and, uh, you know, we're not real big on, 
you know, just going up to people and, you know, like you said, kind of like cold calling them to see if they want to get into real estate. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a different, it's a different methodology. I think it's, it's more effective this way. Well, listen, it's been a lot of fun having you on the show. We've learned a lot and definitely really appreciate it. Any, any closing words that you want to end with? No, I appreciate you having me on. Like I said, I look forward to my future growth. You're to, to continue to follow you and watch uh, you continue to do great things. And I appreciate your, your time and having me on. Hey, it's been my absolute pleasure. Seth Teagle, really appreciate you joining us. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, for anybody that wants any information about commercial real estate, please reach out. Uh, if you've got a property you want to buy or sell, you can also reach out as well. Uh, you can reach me at our website, danontop.com. Also, give me a call, 248-943-2838. Again, 248-943-2838. Seth, thank you again so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it, and we look forward to seeing all of our viewers soon.